Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your first fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 22nd of March. Today, Steve Smith proves he's part eagle, the AFLW does the calendar shuffle, and Graham Arnold's very expensive walk along the beach. But first... It feels like a lifetime since the St George Illawarra Dragons have been free from scandal and have had clear air to just focus on playing rugby league. But with sexual assault charges against Jack DeBellin dropped mid last year, finally the Dragons can just focus on... NRL player George Burgess has been interviewed at Mascot Police Station this afternoon after a woman claimed she'd been sexually touched by him on Tuesday the 8th of March in Mascot. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Police have contacted the NRL Integrity Unit with the Dragons this afternoon, confirming the club is aware of the matter. Oh, they're aware, and thankfully, they've got a template on standby for such situations, which reads, The St George Illawarra Dragons have been made aware of a matter involving one of its players by the NRL Integrity Unit. The Dragons are working closely with all parties as the matter is under police investigation. The Dragons will be making no further comment at this stage. End quote. Channel 9's Danny Wadler has since tweeted that Burgess has been charged by police. I guess just focusing on rugby league will have to wait till next year. We all know that Steve Smith isn't human, but it turns out he might be part eagle. How he's seen that, I don't know. Must have been his peripheral vision. The third test of the series against Pakistan kicked off yesterday in Lahore, and with Australia winning the toss and electing to bat first, Smith was called to the crease earlier than expected after David Warner and Manus Labuschagne were both dismissed cheaply. There's another one. There's a neck. Up goes the finger again. What a start from Pakistan. This is sensational stuff. First it's Warner. Now it's Labuschagne. Afridi's got them both. And the whole of Pakistan will be on their feet. Reeling at two for eight, Smith set about rebuilding the Aussie innings alongside opener Usman Khawaja, but it was this moment that left the commentators marvelling at the peripheral vision of Smudge. What on earth happened there? i tell you what it is, it's the little buggy. He's just seen that move at mid-wicket. How he's seen that, I don't know. Immediately after defending a delivery, Smith gestured to the umpire that a broadcaster buggy almost 100 metres away on the boundary was moving. I mean, it's on the boundary at deep mid-wicket, and he's not happy. It must have been his peripheral vision, but it's a good 100 yards away, I'd say. But Smith didn't let that peripheral affect him too much as he patiently batted his way to 59 before he was removed by a peach from Nazim Shah. Oh, that's not a bad shout. That's out, I think. Yep, that's gone. That is really well deserved. I think he's bowled really nice with this reverse. Smith is not even going to chat to his partner. He has started the trek back. Australia finished the day 5 for 232 with Cameron Green and Alex Carey, the not-out batsman. You know the saying, All good things to those who wait. Well, AFLW fans, it's your turn to be patient. The NAB AFLW Grand Final will be played in an afternoon slot on Saturday, April 9, at a venue yet to be confirmed. Yes, the AFLW Grand Final has been pushed back a week after Collingwood were unable to field a team for the qualifying final against the Brisbane Lions after a COVID outbreak at the club. The game has been rescheduled to this coming Sunday, and so the domino effect begins. I got the No, not that domino effect. The one where one action leads to another action that leads to another action and so on and so on. 
Basically, the COVID outbreak means the qualifying final has been postponed, which means the prelim final now needs to be pushed back a week and ultimately the AFLW grand final has to be played one week later than scheduled on April 9th. The highest ranked AFLW team from the home and away that makes it through to the grand final wins the right to host that grand final. With the Crows to take on the Dockers in one prelim and the Demons to play the winner of the Pies and the Lions qualifying final, the rescheduled AFLW grand final could still be played in Queensland, WASA or Victoria. Socceroos coach Graham Arnold is just like the rest of us. He puts his shoes on one at a time and he enjoys the simple things like long walks along the beach. He was unmasked in the company of a woman I believe to be his wife or partner and it has been confirmed by various sources it was him. In fact, I think he's admitted to it. Unfortunately for Graham, last Thursday he tested positive for COVID and was meant to remain in isolation until this Thursday, as 2GB's Ray Hadley explained. He was out yesterday with his Socceroos game on Thursday night against Japan. At a time when restrictions are easing, it is still very much required if you have the virus confirmed, you isolate for seven days. We have now asked Football Australia if they'll be able to confirm with us, can he attend Thursday night's game, given he broke the isolation rules yesterday. Football Australia confirmed that Arnold had breached New South Wales COVID isolation rules and fined him $25,000, which will be donated to the Red Cross Flood Relief Fund. But with the Socceroos hoping to keep their World Cup qualifications alive this Thursday against Japan, Arnold now faces the possibility of being absent from the sidelines for the crucial clash if he can't return a negative result before the match. And if Australia loses, that little beach wander might end up being a lot more expensive than just $25,000. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday the 22nd of March. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.